Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show tonight, our Thursday night Survivor show. If you guys have a question on Survivor, you guys can call in um, 347-237-5506. Let's, let's have a great show, guys. Welcome, Survivor fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. Tonight is March 17th, 2016, so let me start off by saying happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone. I hope you have had the chance to enjoy some green beer, corned beef and cabbage, a Bailey's Irish cream, or something to celebrate being Irish for the day. You have to be Irish at least for one day on St. Patty's Day, right? I'm Cherry Garcia, and I thank you all for being here for Mike on the Mic with our host, Big Mike, Mike Albright, the number one Survivor fan in all the world who's met 431 survivors already and is still going. And his special guest tonight is Nina Acosta from Survivor One World, who will join him in recapping the latest episode of Survivor Korong. And, of course, fans are encouraged to call in and be part of the discussion. So if you have a question or a comment, just dial 1-347-237-5506. And once you're on our switchboard, please press the number one on your if you're ready to join us on air. Okay, let's get our host up here on with me and get this show started. Here we go, folks. Super fan. Big Mike. Big Mike, you're up. Mike, how are you? Happy St. Patrick's Day. Hey, Sherry. Happy uh, St. Patrick's Day to you. I, I didn't have any of the th- items you listed. I had part of a green popsicle, sugar-free. But, uh, yeah, I had no uh, 
no other traditional Irish cuisine today. So, <laughs> wow. but I am wearing I green shirt, say, so you can't pinch me. So, I'm so proud of you. Um, you look fabulous, and in looking at some of the pictures I've seen recently, it, I don't know what you're doing, but you've not only lost weight, you look so much younger. It, the pictures look like you're back in high school. I swear they do. Well, I was carrying around a lot of uh, physical baggage, I guess. So as I shed uh, pound by pound, I look more youthful. I swear I don't have a DeLorean. I haven't uh, found the fountain of youth. I just uh, just uh, re reinvigorated uh, myself, and I've really enjoyed this past past year almost just trying to get healthy and you know i'm focused on you know exercise and doing the right things and hopefully it all pans out so there you go (laughs) i think it's already panned out you look fabulous well i I appreciate that and gosh i'm really close about 60 more pounds and they're going to be getting a videotape out in santa monica so that's something to look forward to Yeah, but, uh, I can't wait what, for that, too. But I, I had an interesting time in Maine because I got to, you know, go from just uh, walking on the streets of Wilmington, Ohio, to, you know, walking on the trails at uh, uh, Bob's Bob's property at Maine Forest Yurts and a lot of mud and a lot of steep hills and sand. It was easier on my joints but harder to walk. But I uh, panned out and lost probably four pounds on vacation, and that was eating more calories than back here. So <laughs> that all works out. Wow. And, and beautiful scenery to do it by, right? Oh, yeah. It was, uh, you know, lows would be in the uh, you know mid-30s to 40s, low 40s, and the high got up to, I think uh, on Sunday I went to do something else, but it was uh, probably almost in the 70s. So it was it was amazing weather and just had a really great time. And we got to uh, get all the stuff ready for the event in three months. We finalized casting of the the fan portion, and we got all the stuff ready for the challenges. And I think all they really need to do is repaint some of the challenges that are coming back, and you know tie up a few loose ends. But we should be ready to rock and roll for June. I'm really looking forward to the event. Wow. Sounds like it's ready to go. And uh, can't wait. I, 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 I guess, I'm not sure if I said 10 after or 5 after. I, I'm not entirely sure. Um, so whenever she's You're up guessing. here, we can, yeah. She's on our switchboard. Sweet. So let's bring her up and get this started. We have on with us now. Nina Acosta from Survivor One World. Thank you so much for calling in. You're on with Mike Albright. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's uh, great to have you. And I don't know, I'd have to check our stats for at least. I've had this show, Nina, for this is my fourth season. I took over for uh, Travis Sampson and Coach. But I'm not sure from the One World cast, if I've had very many people, you might be you might be the first. Oh, no, second. I think you might be second. Sabrina was on a couple seasons yeah. ago. So welcome. Okay, great. <laughs> Well, thank you. It's and you know I echo. Um, you do look fabulous, Mike. I can't wait to see you in person. I can wrap my arms around you and give you a big hug. 
Uh, well, I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to that. I am a lot more huggable. I lost a lot in the chest and shoulders, I guess. I don't know. There's. I was yeah. hoping I'd lose more in my gut, but uh, my hugging ability, I was already a great hugger, yeah. people say. <laughs> Some of my really good Absolutely. friends say yeah, that, but, but you, I'm, you it's getting even better. So it should be cool, yeah. and hopefully we run into each other at the finale for sure in two months. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to make it, but if I do, I'll definitely, uh, if I recognize you, <laughs> I'll give you a big hug. But you do look great, and congratulations. Well, th- well, thank you so much. And uh, I guess first off, what's been going on since you were on One World? Well, how have things been in your in your world before we start dissecting uh, this episode? Well, gosh, you know, it's been, how long has it been now? Uh, four, four years, yeah. almost. Five years, yeah. I mean, time flies. Yeah, well, you know, life is good. I am uh, officially retired um, for the second time, I guess. So I, I, I finished my uh, work with the school district here, our local community college district, uh, last May, and I had an opportunity to go to Norway with my mother and my daughter. Um, to visit family, and so that was a, a big trip. My mom just turned 80, so it's a big trip for her and a big trip for my my youngest daughter, who's uh, 16. So we had a great time, and now I'm just uh, relaxing and enjoying spending time with my husband and going to my daughter's track meet. She's a uh, she's doing phenomenal, and she's a discus and shot putter and uh, is currently sixth in the state of California. So she's doing wow. fantastic. And, yeah, so it, it's great. So I'm a track mom. It's fun. So, yeah, life is good. I have no complaints. Cool. Have you gotten to interact much with your your, your cast lately? I don't know. How, I'm not trying to yeah. speak into yeah, everything. I, I but do. How, no. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody? I do. Everybody's great. I uh, went to, let's see, Matt Quinlan, um, you know, he was one of the early boots with me, so we spent a good deal of time uh, pre-merge uh, having cocktails out in uh, Fiji. So he, he and Monica, Culpepper and uh, Bill. I don't see, I don't hear much from Courtney, but we're all pretty good friends. Uh, Matt got married last May, so I had a, I was invited and attended his wedding, so that was great, and got to see Colton cool. and Alicia Rosa. So we had a really great time. Um, yeah, and I'm, I communicate with Monica Culpepper quite a bit. Um, we made a really big connection when we were on One World, and we had a lot in common, more more than I would have guessed. Um, you know, we're opposite ends of the country. We have completely different lifestyles, but we're we're both pretty devoted moms and you know wives. And so I think we had a, we had that bond. And so we we talk a lot about our kids. We have kids that are the same age and. So yeah, it's good. It was cool. great. It was nice yeah. you got, oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say, I believe no, no, you were ahead. part of the huge contingency at the Blood versus Water finale. I thought almost every all your cast from One World was back to support Monica it's and. Seen, uh, yeah, it's seen that way. Mo- Monica, um, she is uh, such a a warm, uh, big-hearted person, and so she did keep connections with folks. So she invited, it was kind of interesting. There was a lot of one world, but they're for different reasons. So Monica mm-hmm. invited uh, me and Troy Zan, who she's close with. Okay. And then I think, let me see who else. So I think, and then Matt went, 
I think he was one of Colton's guests because Matt and Colton for I'm not that sure how close. that friendship how that relationship transpired, but they're very close. And then um Christine that who's in the yeah. area. Yeah, Christine was Christine was there because she lives in the area and she and Monica are close. And then Kim, the winner of our season, was there courtesy of Cat. So yeah, it was a nice little reunion for all of us. It's it's always nice seeing a new cast at a finale, but it was nice seeing all you guys. And I think it was kind yeah. of with a, a commotion, and everything. It was you guys are a little more interactive than uh, some of the yeah. Blood vs. Water folks. So I thank well, you for being was- friendly. <laughs> Well, it was fun. We had, and I think Bill showed up, and then I think Lise might have showed up, and uh, was, I think Jonas was there. Yeah, jo- there was a lot of now, us, You're right? We could we had a pretty big reunion, so it was fun. It was it fun was to see a everybody. weird reunion inside of a reunion. It's kind of <laughs> atypical. So, <laughs> well, with this season, I guess going into it, um, did you have any opinions before you got to see everybody, and then now that we're, you know, what I think it's. Five episodes in. Um, yeah. What's your take on well, everything now? We got twelve people left. Well, it's interesting. I don't usually, I don't do a lot of reviewing. I, I start one. Oh no, I'll, let me back up. A few years ago, I started to look at uh, Jeff's cast assessment and all of that, and then at some point I decided, you know, I just want to go back to when I started watching Survivor way back before it got so involved and. Mm-hmm. So much social buzz around it. I just started. I just wanted to watch it and just kind of form my own opinions early on, kind of like you do when you're out there on your own. You know, just kind of mm-hmm. form your like they would have to do when Jeff says, "Welcome to Survivor." So, first off, um, I really, really like Jennifer Lanzetti and super mm-hmm. bummed that she was kicked off. So uh, she was my actually my odds-on favorite to do well. Um, I didn't really want to like Caleb, and mm-hmm. it totally changed my mind. I'm not really a Big Brother fan, but Caleb is is completely built for Survivor, and I hope and I'm sure he's going to get another chance. He'll get he'll be he'll be a second second chancer for sure. I agree with that but, entirely. Yeah, 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 because he's got mad social skills, um, and I think what his you know, what really kind of did him in is that he was playing so hard that he just physically, I mean, obviously he just played himself yeah. right into an ambulance. So, um, but I see him coming back, but he really has the ability to get along with just about anybody. And, um, and so that, that could hurt him next time around, but I was really impressed with how, how well, you know, Hayden, Hayden Moss did well too, but I think Caleb just really just slayed it and was, I think mm-hmm. headed to win. He's more so, social, and he looked like he was in a lot. Not that Aiden wasn't in shape, but Caleb's just ripped, and you know, like you're saying, uh, a lot more social. I didn't like some of the stuff he had to say about Ty, but I think it was just his first interaction with somebody like Ty. I don't think it was necessarily malicious, but I think it was a little off color. No, it, it was yeah. a little bit, but I think that just, I, and I think that in a way is kind of one of the one of the strong suits of Survivor. You really are throwing people in from different uh, parts of the country. They have different backgrounds. They have different experiences. But I think as it went on before he got kicked off, I think you could see that he was, he and he and Ty were forming a, a kind of a bond. So I think you, you would have been able to see a little bit of a transformation and maybe a change in him as, as the season progressed. Unfortunately, never would have, never got to see that. But so mm-hmm. he was another one I, I liked. Um, I am kind of wall. I I like 
I like Debbie. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure, but there is something about her. For one, she is great entertainment. I love her yep. confessionals. She's hilarious. She is having so much fun out there, and that is such a joy to watch. And I think if she can just keep some weight on her, I mean, she went into the game just way too thin to start with. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's going to have some trouble. Um, but she's entertaining, and, and I think she's, you know, somebody's, I heard some comment that she kind of is a little reminiscent of Philip Shepard, uh, the specialist, except in a female body, and and that might be true. So, but she might be just quirky enough to get herself to the end. You know, she's 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 strong, she's smart, um, socially kind of a little awkward, but maybe not awkward enough that people are offended by her. I think she was nice to have oh, around because she's always stranger than you. So <laughs> even yeah. though she might be a little annoying, that she's more annoying than you are. So right, right. And she's still doing pull right. even though she looks like she weighs about eighty pounds. She's still. I think she, yeah, she's strong. There's no doubt. She's kind of like, uh, kind of mo- like Monica. I mean, Monica's always it's Monica Culpepper, very strong mm-hmm. and thin. But you know, the thing is, when you go into that game, you got to have a little beef on you because you know it goes downhill fast. Uh, the other. Um, the other two, you know, the two bullies, I guess, as they're called, I've heard. On uh, Twitter, yeah, Scott and yeah. Jason. Yeah, uh, Jason is, I don't, n- neither of them bother me at all. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think they're playing to win. And so whether you like their style or not, it doesn't matter. Jason's playing to win. He's not there to make friends, that's obvious. Um, but Scott showed me a lot in last night's episode, and I really think he has a good shot at this because – Mm-hmm. It was a really interesting tribal council. He's really finessed his way into, although I'm not sure Ty made the right decision, but I really like the way Scott's playing. He is playing both sides. He's not making any enemies. Um, I, I think he's playing a very good game. He, he's hard to not stand out because the guy's 6'11". But obviously, yeah, I think Ty's confessional when he's like, the guy's 6'11 and over 300 pounds and wears size yeah. 18 shoes. He's like three of me. I'm like, he's like four of you, Ty. Come on. Yeah, at least. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm surprised a guy that big, he does so, he did so well in that water challenge. I mean, he just, he just, he just. He's pretty, he's pretty agile. It reminds me of Dan himself. Foley from uh, season 30, who was, you know, I mean, it makes sense not to, this isn't a disparaging comment about Dan, but. Some of those animals in the water are kind of big, and they they're pretty quick. Yeah, so, yeah. Yep, yep, I know, absolutely. So I think Scott's one to watch too. Um, so I, but we'll see. So I think those are those are my. Uh, so who's left? I mean, like I said, uh, Jennifer was really my girl. I was hoping she would do well. Um, I like Sydney. I, I wasn't sure about her. I think she's going to be more under the radar. She's not really a leader. But physically, mm-hmm. she's obviously going to be okay. But she's more of a follower. But sometimes that'll that works too. You know, to a certain point, she's got to step up at some point. Got um, the multi-faceted on her when she when they talked about the tribe swap and the realignment. I I I should know from the bio better, but she went to an Ivy League school, so she's not just a meathead, which is cool too. No, exactly. So she's she's smart too, and she has some uh, you know obviously I think some personal incentive to win and. Uh, I think she I think she went to medical school so she she probably got that bill hanging over her head so so yeah I think she's got a decent shot um she hasn't made any enemies either and I think Ty's in a good spot right now so and then we haven't even talked about Neil so it, it yeah. there's and then the, 
so having said Neil and Ty, the rest of them, eh, I'm not really, I'm not all fired up about them, so we'll have to wait and see. You don't like Nick and Peter? I thought they were everyone's favorites. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'll just see. Nick and Peter uh, or Scott and Jason. I think it's easy. Yeah, Nick and Peter, they, they are just interchangeable, those two. Yeah, if they were. I the think same. the funny part about Nick is his seems more like a put on. He says really arrogant stuff, but I think, I think that's more of an act. Where for Peter, in my opinion, I feel that that's really Peter. I think Nick just yeah. knows he's going to get airtime if he says crazy stuff. But Peter, I think it seems more genuine out of uh, Peter to me. But I, I don't know. Who well, knows? it's I don't know. I Nick seems true. to think. Yeah, I think I think Nick is pretty fond of himself. But Peter, before the before the the swap, he he knew he was dead in the water, and he he got a you know he was on life support, and he got a, a second chance, you know, another life, mm-hmm. and he said, I think he alluded to, I'm not going to make that mistake anymore, and then he can't help himself, so he he starts the same crap once they do the tribe the tribe swap, so I don't think he can help himself, and I think that's if, just who he is. It's just that's who he why is. I think and it I think, is genuine. Yeah. Yeah, it is, and he's a, an ER doctor. Um, well, I I happen to know an ER doctor, and it's they're the same same animal, you know. <laughs> they, they they are you know they are God, and they've got your life in their hands. So they it's it, it's you've got to have a huge ego. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's the guy you want working on you, you know. Yeah, so, it was interesting. He was working on. Joe's finger, which was kind of a new thing before we even got to the swap, and you were on your yeah. season. You guys had, you know, two medical evacuations. Like, what was that? I guess what was that like? Because you got you, you probably didn't get to spend time with Courtney or uh, Colton in the preponderosa portion. I'm, am I right? Or they both were pretty much out of the out of that. Not with you, right? Well, well, Courtney broke her arm, broke her arm during the very first challenge, and and mm-hmm. and. So let me back up a little bit. So before we got to the first challenge, when we first landed, um, our, our tribe, and we were an all-woman tribe, just to remind people, um, the alliance was instant. And it was the the five gals, and it was Kim, Kat, uh, Sabrina, uh, Chelsea, and... Um, who am I missing? Alicia, maybe? Alicia. Alicia, yeah. My husband's whispering. He knows in my ear better than I do. Um, they they had a bond immediately and it was it was so quick. It was almost too quick. And there there were some rumors that there were some, you know, shenanigans going on before we even launched. You know, there's not supposed to be any talking mm. and all that. But they were very, that never they happens were on Survivor. Funny. I'm shocked. And there's no oh, way. Oh, I know you are. I know. <laughs> so anyway, they they decided they were going to form this bond and they were going to stick to it no matter what, which totally worked to Kim's advantage and kudos to her. But that left Monica, Christina, um, Courtney, and I on the outs mm. immediately, and it was like we didn't even know what happened. So so I got to know Courtney pretty well, obviously in the game, and then. She broke her arm. She got shipped out. They had to fly her to New Zealand to get her hand, her arm set. And then she opted. They, they gave her an option to go home or to just stay with us. And, well, that would have been an easy decision for me, too. I mean, it, you know, vacation. So she just came back. Oh, cool. And, 
and she hung with us for the rest of the trip. Um, so, so I'm not sure what you. I'm trying to get back to oh, the question. Oh, and I said Colton also had a medical thing, so he got to spend time with him. And there, you know, and there was discussion about that too. I mean, I wasn't there; I was obviously already gone. But yeah. you know, I remember asking Colton because uh, we had a little group chat before uh, we went to the finale, just to ch- or before the uh, premiere of our season, we had a big group uh, voice uh, uh, phone call. And mm-hmm. so I asked, I said, "What happened, dude?" I said, ha-? "He says, oh well, you know." I said, "Well, do you have an? Did he take a?" He was really kind of evasive about what really was wrong with them. He wouldn't say, it's like, you know, he'd say, it would be an easy answer. Well, I had my appendix out. Oh, I had some, you know, I had some bad bacteria. But he was so evasive. So when we got to his next season and he left, the first season kind of made more sense. And I don't understand because Colton loves Survivor. So I don't know. I, you know, maybe he was sick, but I mean, I don't know why he'd want to bail on the game if he's just, was bored with it or tired of it or didn't like who he was out there with. I don't know. It was just kind of odd. It's a weird thing. And it's a thing a lot of the fans argue about. Is it like, is it a medevac and a quit or is it a quit and a quit? And who really knows? And at the end of the day, who really cares? But it's just something interesting. So it it is. And and it would have been nice to see him stick it out because he's a gamer. I mean, I think he would have done well and he's physically a threat too. I mean, people underestimate him, but he was physically a threat in our season. No doubt. He's young. And he's in he's in good shape, and uh, so yeah, I, I God, I don't know, I don't know, and I shouldn't say he wasn't sick, but it's just kind of odd how it happened twice. I, I was I was thinking, man, I'd love to have a second chance. Don't quit. Oh yeah, that Jeez. would be. It would be. That's a lot of people were wondering, especially with second chances happening. There's so many right. people in the mix, and it, there's so many people mm-hmm. I want to see back. It's it's crazy right. that. And right. I think that's a good twist, though, versus some of the other twists. It's it's a great one. The few fans can vote. I don't know how much real say yeah. they had. It's it's always interesting, but yeah, it is hard to say. But I think uh, I I I personally like it. I know a lot of people like to see first timers and people obviously who mm-hmm. haven't been on a show. I mean, I'd love to see you. You know, when you get to that point, get on there and you have a good shot at it. So, I. But there are people that. Especially some that left early that that I like. I would like to see Jennifer get another shot at it. Or um, there's I can't think right now. It'll probably come to me. But there's a lot of people I'd like to see get a second chance. Oh, for sure. And Holly, I was that Jennifer. Holly comes to mind, or you know. Yeah. And some of the ones so. that were close last time, you know, Troy Zan uh, got to really get yeah. to know him well. Uh, up in Maine last right. year, and he, it was cool to yeah. see him. And yeah, Hall, all those there's so many great casts. It would be great to come back. Oh yeah, J- uh, Doctor Jill. I mean, there's lots of them. And Troy and mm-hmm. and Troy is a really nice guy. He's he's a super guy, and he's a he's a he's about as a super, as much of a super fan as you are. So uh, <laughs> it would be nice to see him get another shot. I think he will. So I hope he will. But uh, I just found the connection I was making because before we even get to the swap is kind of this new injury with Joe, who was 71 at the time of the taping. And it was I didn't really see what he did. I guess he maybe burned his finger, maybe cooking something. Whoa. I'm not really sure what happened to Joe. No, it looks like he got a looks like he got a cut that got infected. Okay. 
Okay. So and which you know that happens. I I I got a pretty pretty good cut on my leg on coral, which is really nasty stuff to get a cut on, and uh, you don't want to cut yourself on coral because it can get really infected. And yeah, there, so there's I have a feeling these 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 cats are going to go through a rough time on this season. It sounds like they it just sounds like it's brutal out there. It's shocking all the things that yeah I, I with the three dropping last week and you know Joe's injury and there's some other things that could happen. I just Cambodia is a dangerous place, especially with there being actual fatality yeah, there in the French version. So right, that's right. All they need is a little bit of rain just to make it perfect, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess they missed that because it rained a decent amount in second chances. So maybe we missed it yeah. or we're about to see it. Yeah. So. No, but this is this has actually turned out to be a really good season. I'm really enjoying it, really enjoying it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, but yeah. you know, there seems to be more. There seems to be more on this season than previous seasons. And and I'm not going to count second chancers because we know all those faces pretty well. But there are so many people that I have to think, who is that? I can't remember her name or what. And maybe it's just because there was so much, you know, the Braun tribe has gone, you know, it's like the new brains tribe of, of, uh, you know, uh, Kagayan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it, there, there are some kind of forgettable people right now. And I think cause they're just not getting any airtime. So it's hard to say. So, and I think a lot of that was the beauty tribe cause they were doing so well. And the only people we really saw were, you know, Ty yeah. and, Caleb and the the three girls from Beauty were the ones I, I got to meet them uh, in January at an event Andrea had and they were sweet and I was pulling for all of them yeah. and I was when the yeah. swap happened I was really upset that they got split up into three tribes and then at the end of the episode it came down to my two favorites we did a poll last week because uh, um, Jimmy T was on here and Bob Crowley was on here and Sherry and I and I think they all they all picked. Um, I think they all picked Ty and I picked Anna and I said I love Ty, but I got to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. So Anna, she is the one who's a poker player, right? Yeah, she's the professional. The one who was yes, booted last night. Yeah, I, it, I. I'm not really sure what happened. I think she totally got played, but um, I, I'm not sure if Ty made the right decision. I guess we'll find out. But it's one of those things that I'll tell you what. It is so hard to be a pure strategist when you're out there. You have got to go with your gut. So, you know, his option was to to get rid of, uh, you know, Dr. Wonderful or one of his own. So if he gets one, rid of one of his own, he which he did, he gets one of them back, but, and then they become, you know, basically 3-3. Three, three. But if they got rid of the doctor, they would have had the numbers. But then again, you don't know what Scott's going to do. He's playing both sides, so it's pretty. It's a. Uh, I wanted it was that to happen decision. so bad. I wanted oh, that I know. to happen so bad. <laughs> and you know, pretty ballsy because it, in being in Ty's position, if I was there, I don't. I think I'd be so paranoid. I would have had to play the idol. I just don't think I would have had the balls to to not play it. Because <laughs> his name came up a lot. You have to think about that too. And of course, you don't know everything that goes on in tribal because it's not like the five minutes that you see. You know, it's a couple of hours. A, lot, it's of a lot of dialogue. I'm sorry. That was placing a lot of trust that he wasn't. Yeah, going it to is. Get blindsided. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that's I think in a way that's Ty's game. I mean, I don't think he is a super duper strategist. I think he is intuitive and he's trusting. So I think he's the kind of guy who's going to go with his gut, and sometimes you just have to take that kind of chance just from what I've seen on past seasons. So that may be okay for them, for him. I mean, he's 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 physical. I mean, he's going to do fine. I mean, this is this is his hometown, from what I understand. So he's, he's not going to have a problem with it. I think he's just going to have a problem with people, with the cutthroatness of what can happen, you know? I hated yeah. that he showed people that he has the idol. It's so much nicer for people not to know that you have an idol. And yeah, I he guess showed. Uh, yeah, there's a certain amount, but I think that. he had an idea. I think he had an idea that some people might have known he had it already. So it's like, do I keep it to myself or do I trust somebody because they might know anyway? And the other thing, and I don't know how they could have prevented it. If I, because if I were Anna, I would have been flaming pissed. I mean, when I left, and I think I would have turned around and said, "Hey, by the way, everybody, Ty's got an idol. See you later." <laughs> I mean, what, what could they do? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it can happen. I mean, why not? Why not? If if you think he's keeping the idol to keep you safe, or I think she was thinking he was going to play it to keep her safe and didn't, man, I, I, I mean, why not go out kicking and screaming? I would. I think it would have been well. She, I think there was some ex interview where she talked about why I didn't see the I didn't see the why, but I know that they said that. But even if she can talk him into doing it, they're still gonna. Once Julia comes back, it'll still be three to three, and maybe Scott jumps back over with them, and they still can go for Peter. So. But I think Ty is really intrigued by uniting his idol with somebody. He just doesn't know who somebody is, and Scott's trying yeah, and to I, play that all. And I can't, I can't quite figure out, and maybe you can explain that to me. I, I, I am confused as to how this power works with two idols. I mean, I, I know how it worked when, when Tony had, he actually got the super idol thing, but how does that work? You have to do you have to form up with somebody else and the two of you form an alliance to they, for a superpower? They'd have to, well they'd have to they'd have to know each other had it, which um Scott would be the, the go to for that. And I believe after the vote, since they both have an idol and if they both knew each other had the idol, that's when if one of them gets voted out, if they can talk the other one into it, that's when they can unite the idols and then votes and, and oh, then so actually, the so, idol. Yeah, it's after the vote. So that kinda gives Scott some leverage on both sides of it. Yeah, he can play them off of each other and be an ally to both. And yeah, but I think he and Jason are pretty tight. I think I I think they're pretty tight anyway. And I think he I think he likes Ty, but I don't know. It's too early to see if he trusts him yet. So we'll see. He could fear Ty too. Is such a really I mean everyone can see how social and how hard of a worker he is. Ty can't lie for shit though, but. At tribal council, he was it was horrible to watch. I we play, I played in some online uh, games where you have to do a challenge where you have to you have to try to lie and try to tell the truth and tell right, if you can. Right, and right. I was very obviously oh, but, you know, not but, good at but, lying. Let's, but let's face it though, in the last I mean, in the last several seasons, I mean, we're talking years. In the last few years, it's there's been a lot of I mean, Jeff Probst has, in my opinion, 
has had a lot of influence during tribal council and and because obviously he knows what's gone on in the time between tribal councils he can lead a discussion a certain way and i think so, mm-hmm. and i think and i wish i can remember i think this happened when jennifer got booted he said something that really um was almost it was a little too leading and mm-hmm. so i so so my advice to anybody who ever gets a chance to play survivor never ever let Jeff lead you down that road ever. Just, you know, just don't let him suck you in because he sucks people in. And then they say something like, don't get sucked in. He's sucking you in. Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, you need to, to get other you, people to say stuff. You want them to right. you know, get them out yeah. on front street while you're in the back alley watching. So You need to do what uh, Tarzan, my, you know, Greg Smith from my season. Mm. He, his answer was beautiful. When Jeff tried this, and his remember what he said? The game is afoot. That was oh, all he yeah. said. I love He's a trip. I love him. Oh, smartest <laughs> you will ever meet. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's true, though. That's exactly what you got to do. That's exactly it, because, you know, Jeff lives this stuff. He knows exactly, and he, he is a great interviewer. He can... He can just talk to you, and he can just get your whole life story out of you. So you have to be very careful. So if you're ever going to get a chance to play Survivor, people, listen, don't let him suck you in. Just hold your hold your stuff close to the vest. And because otherwise, because I think there's been a lot of tribal councils where the vote was going to go one way, and all of a sudden people started opening their yap, and <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the best responses ever. The game is a foot. Wasn't it? I the love game the game is a foot. He had the whole dichotomy of the best answer for Joe Jeff and the worst answer for Chelsea, where that's not poop, it's dirt, when he was washing his drawers in the cooking <laughs> pot. I was like, Tarzan, I love you to death. Your spatial aphasia is fascinating. You can use like six, eight syllable words, but not know Jonas's damn name. And but brother, that wasn't dirt in your underwear, right? Buddy. Right, right. Oh God, what a character! God, you know, we were when we were out there. It was like the third day, and so he was the oldest one on our on our season, and and I was the next oldest, and then it was Troy after me. And so he came up to me, and we're we're just you know chatting because our tri our camps were next to each other it was the first season where they had camps that we could just go back and forth so i i went up to him i was talking to troy and matt i think and introducing myself and he says and so matt says well how i said i said i think i'm going home i said the girls are getting rid of me i'm just the old i'm just the old you know what on the team yeah matt goes well how old are you i said well i was then i was was 51 and troy and Tarzan looked at me with a straight face. He says, so am I. I'm like, dude, you have lived a hard life. If you're 51, <laughs> come on. He was he like, was really hard and put away what if he's 51? <laughs> yeah, oh, you I had a really rough life. <laughs> he switched. Wasn't he 64 or something? Or in his, he was 64, uh, yeah, I know. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, no, God, I'm you're not. I did not even look that up online. That's my, I'm <laughs> showing my skills, I guess. You are mad skills, Mike. Good job. So anyway, but yeah, this I, I'll tell you what I I'm really enjoying the season. I really enjoyed last season. I'm really enjoying this season. So I think they're back on track. 
I thought it was fa- I thought it was fascinating because of Caleb's medevac, how they did the distribution, and it, and it's interesting that they pretty much kept to their script. They didn't just do something weird and strange. They they made poor poor Julia. Well, I think they, yeah, well, they came up with that kind of out of the out of middle of nowhere. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna, which was, and I'll tell you what, I all the only thing I can think about when that poor girl, because she's only nineteen. Yeah. She's out at the camp all by herself. I have a I have a daughter who's nineteen. And I keep thinking, her face kept coming in my head like, oh, my God, I can't imagine if Rachel were out there with yeah. me. I think she could do it, but I mean, my hat's off to her. She's going to come back from that. I think she's going to be okay. I think I think she's in a good spot. I think they're going to pull her right. I think her uh, tie and, uh, is going to pull her right back into the fold. And so hopefully they'll – I think Ty is going to distance himself from – from the brains, from Joe and Aubrey and Dr. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I think he's going to try to distance himself from that. Yeah, if they can get they rid of Pete before Merge, he's going to be right them. after. So, <laughs> What's that? I said if they can't get rid of uh, Peter before the merge, if they have to go back to Tribal, once they unify with Julia, I think he'll be a quick early target because he's going to be a threat for everybody. And Unless well, he Peter goes it up threat. and people want to go against him, I don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah, he he's a threat, definitely. But um, yeah, I I don't know how far. I mean, you're probably much more in tune to this than I am. How far away are they from emerge? Are they like well, they're pretty people, close because right? Second Chances did it 13, and they're at 12 now. So I would imagine at any point, maybe one vote, maybe yeah. one vote more yeah, to get yeah. a jury. Of the, if they get one at 11 at the merge. That gives eight jury and three yeah. finalists, so I, I think that's when it'll happen, but I, I'm not sure. Well, we'll see, and then, you know, I, I'm not sure. We'll see what happens. The um, the preview showed that there's a little bit of crack in the alliance between Joe and Peter. Um, you know, I guess there's some lying going on or whatever, but I think Joe has to be very careful. You know, he's a law enforcement guy. I get mm-hmm. it. I understand how he is. I mean... I, I've been in the biz myself. There, there's a huge difference <clears throat> between being a, you know, a, an observer, a trained observer like you are when you're in law enforcement, and the ability to read people, and mm-hmm. using that and keeping that to yourself, and just because what you tend to do when you're in law enforcement, you use those tools to affect an arrest or solve a crime. In this situation, you, it, it doesn't work that way, but it's hard to turn that off. You really have to be able to be willing to go ahead and observe somebody, but don't let that affect how you treat them or don't let that affect mm-hmm. how you interact with them. You may say, oh, this guy's a douchebag. I'm, you know, and so you think that in your head, but don't treat him like that. That's some, some of the mistakes I made. You know, go you, to your you, confessional and call him a super douchebag, but... To his face, Peter, you're great. I'm glad exactly. you're Exactly, exactly. See, that's a mistake I made. I could, I couldn't keep it in, and I think part of it was my age, part of it was all the girls were so young, and I couldn't keep my tongue. I really needed to say, okay, I've got this person figured out, that person figured out, and just you know, smile and say, yeah, you're awesome. You're the smartest girl I've ever met in my life. You know, <laughs> really, you have to do that. Just like, wow, what a great idea! And then go back to the show. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh, it's it's critical. Yeah, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, it's it's. 
I think that plays out much better. So we'll see. I think Joe is going to, I, I don't think he can. I think he's just been in that, in, in that profession and his persona for so long that I think that's going to expose him a little bit. So hopefully not. We'll see. Maybe he can keep it together. He seems like a nice guy. I hope so. And the biggest thing I think Joe's doing well with is being the oldest. He's not, you know, Rudy and other people in the past have handled that a lot differently or BB handled it really badly in season one. Like I'm the oldest and, you know, I'm in charge. And I think Joe rolls with the punches better. And I don't think he, he I think he they does. do respect him, but he doesn't lord it over anyone either. I'd like to see his physicality be tested a little more, but he hasn't had to do that because his tribe has done well overall in challenges. I'd like to see how he holds up. Rudy held up very well. I'd just like to see what what he can do. It, it'd mm-hmm. be nice to see. He looks like he's strong, but I, I'm just always curious that, you know, somebody who, because I like to keep myself in good shape. I'm, you know, I'm actually going to have a birthday pretty soon, so I'm actually closer to 60 than I was to 50. But anyway, it's it's nice to see how people of a certain age can keep their their uh, physical abilities, and I, I just like to see how that's tested. I like to see older people in the game because mm-hmm. let's be honest, a lot of there's a lot of people in the 50 and older category that love Survivor, and they want to see people like them on the show. For, for so sure, people will align with who they're, who they're like, so they're, that's why you're going to yeah. support them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what else? <laughs> I'm just trying to see. I'm, I'm going. I, I usually take four to six pages of notes. So I'm just staying. I'm on the first page of notes, real quick before uh, we go further. The one thing I, when they were talking about Joe's finger, I thought there was some great banter between Neil and Debbie against Peter. And I thought I I quoted uh, Neil saying, will the patient live? And, you know, trying to calm me and make Joe (laughs) laugh. And, you know, no one wants anyone to die, but from a finger injury, that'd be unlikely. But then Debbie's remark of that'll be $475 was (laughs) another great Debbie line. Yeah, she is. She's a hoot, isn't she? She's so funny. I, I'm glad I she's think, been fighting for a long time to get on the show. I don't have her exact data, but I, I know she's been trying for years to get in the game. So, well, I I'm glad to see her because she she is, you know, she's the essence of Survivor. I mean, she she you can tell she loves the show. She's excited to be out there. She doesn't care how dirty she is. She just doesn't care. She is just 100% all in, and. Mm-hmm. You no, know, she's she's obviously uh, she's she's different. She's different, definitely. Um, but if you can just hang with her, I think I think one, I think she can do well in challenges, mm-hmm. assuming she doesn't, you know, lose too much weight. My gosh, she's thin. Um, but that aside, I I think she's I think she is fairly savvy at reading people. Mm-hmm. And I think what we see, because she does not hold back in her confessionals at all. Oh, but I yeah. don't, I don't think she's like that when she's with her tribe. And you know, but she let Peter kind of have it and kind of let him know after they came back from tribal, like, hey, dude, you really messed up. <laughs> oh yeah, she she didn't pull any punches. So, but I think she yeah, she, she is somewhat play. guarded in front of each front of the people. Now she was a bit annoying, you know, talking about. They're all the different parts of the brain, and I'm a smart person, but I didn't remember yeah, yeah. all the direct quotes. Yeah, 
I, I think she just I think she just can't stop talking. At the the very first episode I was over her, I was like, Oh god, if she was on my I get her away from me but she is really <laughs> growing on me. She's really growing on me. So I, I think she's gonna do okay. I think I think she's in a good place right now. Uh I think Neil you know, and I think about it more, I'm like, that guy, I wasn't really a fan of his. Um, oh, and I'm going to tell you why. I just remembered why. But now I'm okay with him. But in the very beginning, he says, we got to get rid of these old people. That oh, really yeah. ticked me off. Okay, so that really made me mad. And so then I kind of wrote him off. But now I'm like, I'll, I'll forgive him. He seems to be doing uh, better at that now. So that that, that was kind of uh, shallow. Uh, uh, but... I think but I, the value in the variety of people, not just the people he deemed as stronger. Once he got to know Peter, he reassessed where he was. And I love Neil's Twitter game. My goodness, he's that kid's all yeah. over the Twitter. It's, it's pretty prolific yeah. with his banter. And I think he might have been in the mix for some of these past seasons and how close he is with, you know, some of the people. It just feels like maybe he was in the mix for uh, – uh, white collar, yeah. blue collar, no collar. Just he seems really tight with that bunch. Maybe he was out at finals or something. I'm not 100 percent sure. Well, isn't but, he? Is he? Is he friends with Rob? Or I don't know. One I, of them. I, I think he knows Rob and Fishback, and I I think he knows Max and those guys. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, in plus he's an entrepreneur, and I guess he's got some kind of ice cream business, right? Is that his? Is that his thing? So three three twins or something. Okay. Close yeah, to that. So yeah. He's, so he's probably all over social media. If he's a small businessman, that's probably his niche. So that makes sense. But yeah, I think I think he's got a pretty decent shot too. He's he's kind of play, playing low. I mean, it, it's interesting to see. There's so many different styles of games that win. I mean, you've got like Tony Blacho, who was just out there and not not I want to say a bully, but I mean he was in your face and a winner. And mm-hmm. to the other spectrum, we have someone like Sophie Clark, who was so under the radar, and everything in between, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's uh, there's no one style. You can't. You really can't go in there and say this is how I'm going to play. Or I, Kim of your season was super smart and strategic, but then Fabio just kind of win some challenges right. and is likable, right. more likable than Chase. So, yeah, it's crazy, though. The formula to win is all there there's been one. 31 different ways to do yeah. it. So you've got to really – and you've got to really be – you've got to be able to deal with the hand you're dealt with when you get out there. And, and you know, the only thing I have to compare it to is my own season. So, for example, when, when they divided us men versus women, because I already had calculated what was going to happen. I had played out all the scenarios. Who was gonna, who, who of these people can I align with? How is it going to work? I never in my wildest dreams thought that they were going to divide us men versus women, and it, it floored me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I absolutely, it just, it knocked me to my knees, and, and doom on me, that was my fault for not expecting that because it, it really set me back. Well, it's been a rare thing. I mean, aside from age and gender, it had only happened twice before, and it had been since season nine. So, right. I mean, it was something to not really anticipate, but it, that got right. to be crazy, and it, though. It, it definitely did not play to my advantage. But if I had prepared for that, I think it would have helped me a little more. But I was already I was already in the toilet by the time we, we got to our beach. 
seriously, mentally, I was just like, oh, I won't use bad words, but I was thinking every single one of them by the time we got to camp. Now, did so, you have, uh, at your finals, did you have opinions of the people, and did they change, or did they get solidified when you actually got to speak with them? Were there people you're like, oh, I want to work with this person, um, and, or vice versa? Or? Well, it, it's funny. Um, I I started to have kind of a, a little side alliance with Elisa Rosa when mm-hmm. we were out there. We didn't really get along great, and she kind of was the she kind of sealed the deal for me to go. She was one of the reasons I left. Um, but she and I are friends now. And it's the weirdest thing. We we hooked up again. I saw her at the finale and we talked. We we hooked up and spoke at Matt Quinlan's wedding. And, yeah, we're, we're pretty tight. Um, so, some of the other relationships that were solidified out there, I won't go into them. You could probably guess, but those yeah. haven't changed. Um I think I, I would have liked to have gotten to know Chelsea a lot better. She's a darling girl, and she's super nice. Um, and um, I, other than that, people, for the most part, I like everybody. I really okay. do. Um, well, I just really wish We've I had different gone. people before that saw, you know, people that were like them at casting or a similar type or, or yeah. oh, I really like this person. Then when we got out there, I hated them or – I couldn't stand this person well, until I talked to him, and then we loved each other. So, yeah. Well, it's funny because I, I, the, on the flip side, though, I did have people on my tribe tell me, gosh, you're kind of cool. I didn't realize how funny you were. I'm like, well, yeah, if you kept me around long enough, <laughs> I, we could have gotten you. awesome. You didn't give me time. Yeah. You, you didn't give me any, they didn't give me the time of day. But it's part of it. I, I, I get it. You know, and it was just things were so different. I mean, my hair was super short which made me look kind of, I don't want to say butchy, but it just didn't help my look. That wasn't mm-hmm. my choice. They, I, they, My hair has never been that short. Yeah, I know so from interacting with you after the show. Yeah, it was never, yeah. Yeah, so I thought, okay, what what is this all about? Anyway, so people said, oh, wow, you look, you look, or you look great, or probably you look better. And I was like, you look, wow, wow. I, I, actually, I was in the elevator <laughs> with Jay Byers, who, Oh my God, that this is like the most beautiful man in the world. Just a side he's note. He's not an anyway, ugly person by any means. Yeah. Oh my God, and he's and a super nice person too, by the way. Yep. But yep. Um, I was in the elevator with my uh, my two daughters, who were probably let me see, they were like uh, twelve and fourteen at the time, and you can only imagine super crush on Jay. So we get in the elevator, and the, and he's in there with his mom, and. It's, and it's me and my two girls, and their their eyes are like saucers looking at them. And they're like, "Oh my God, that's Jay!" And so I look, and I look at Jay. And said, "Hey, how's it going?" He's like, "Good." And he looked and talked to his mom, and then he looked back. He didn't. He had no idea who I was. And I said, "Hey, hey, how's it going, Jay?" And he's like, "Oh my God, Nina, I didn't even recognize you." <laughs> that was so funny. So, so yeah, it was just a little different. Yeah. So. It's all good, but it, it it's it's an experience, and you do make friends. That so, if you can just get over the hurt, like those of us who get kicked off earlier, don't make the merge or whatever you want to call it. You know, you lick your wounds a little bit because everyone has ideas of how they want to play and how far they want to go. But in the end, if you can just reflect back, it's like it's such a cool thing. You get to meet people from all walks of life. 
from different socioeconomic backgrounds, different cultures, different parts of the country, you would never get that opportunity to meet them in your life. Yep. Because you you go through your life and you kind of get in your little rut and you live in your hometown and you meet certain people, but it is an opportunity. We get thrown together. You, you you get to know people and you get to you get to just converse with them. You share stories. You give advice, and, and it's really cool. It's it's a really neat thing. We get to interact with people you know like you with fans because I never even thought about that part of it, and. We're a wild, crazy bunch. My apologies for how intense we can be. No, it's great. I mean, I have a friend that is, I guess, he he would be classified as a super fan, although he hates it when people call him that. But Adam Albrecht lives the next town over. We have lunch. We have lunch. You know, we try to get together and have lunch every once in a while, and we support each other. And he's he's a nice kid. But uh, when would I ever have met Adam? I I bought some artwork from him. Yeah. Oh, you bought the okay. the cartoon art things? No, I actually bought oh, his artwork. Just his for artwork. Me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His, his artwork yeah. is beautiful. He's a phenomenal artist. So, so that that's the other side of it that's really great, you know. The, and going to some of the charity events like Real, uh, Reality Rally is so much fun, and what a great uh, event that is, and and the money that's raised there, and and it's just great fellowship and good time and. So it's all good. I love it. And that's the part that keeps me as such a big fan is actually meeting all you guys. And I love the show, but getting to meet you all is even better. And the, just the rapport well, and, we I get to build up, I love it. Yeah. Well, and I like to and, – and I'm the biggest Survivor fan geek ever. I mean, I saw Richard Hatch for the first time. I, I was afraid to go talk to him. Like, oh. And this was after I'd been on the show. I was like, oh, my God, it's Richard Hatch. <laughs> Isn't he amazing? Now you're in the same fraternity, though, so now you're all, you know, well, you're, you yeah, have that connection yeah. for life. Well, I'm excited because this, this uh, reality rally is in a few weeks, and I get to meet I get to meet Mike Holloway, which I can't wait. He's and awesome. Trish, yeah, Trish Haggerty, which I can't wait. I've never met her. And she Kelly was on Wentworth. a month ago. She's great. Trish is amazing. Yeah, so. Kelly Wetworth. Um and her dad. So there, there are folks. I'm just so excited to meet them, and then hook up with people that I've been friends with. Christine Curry and I are good friends. We're both, you know, cop sisters, so we've got a lot in common. So yeah, it's good. So it, it is, it is really fun. Really, and really of course, fun to do Jillian that. Is and just an angel. Oh yeah. Who's that? Jillian is just an angel. Jillian is. She's. I don't. She came stopped by my house on the way up to Sacramento because. We're, we become pretty good friends, and we talk a lot about her charity, and and so she can't stop by for dinner, and I don't know where she gets her energy. I'm exhausted after I've had dinner with her. She is so busy. She is oh, yeah. on this She's thing just 24/7. amazing. She is amazing, and she cares for her. You know, she babysits her grandkids. She's just, I, I said, do you ever sleep? Yeah, she is, she is really, truly an amazing person. I agree. I agree. And th- and we have a promo for Reality Rally on here. We'll play just before you go for the evening. Oh, good. Um, it's just beautiful for Reality Rally. It's one of the best oh. clips we've ever done, and it's so, so beautiful. Good. We'll have to play it just before you go. Well, I, I'm I'm excited about it, and I, I know I'm kind of a shameless plug for, for Reality Rally, but it, it, it is really uh, one of those truly great events, and, and uh, I've been uh, picked for a, a team, uh, Brandon, um, Federowitz, who's a uh, 
huge fan too, and I'm on his team this year, the Johnny's Nervous Ooh. Nellies. I think Brandon is listening tonight. So um, anyway, excited about uh, about participating again. And um, well, if he wants to call in, Matt, feel free. You can get on on the air and Brandon. ask some questions if you want. So um, I don't know. We'll He's see. I, I don't know how shy he is or not, but uh, it we'll, we'll see. Um, but anyway, it's uh, and I'll tell you what I am so excited about your journey, Mike, and hopefully this leads to you getting on Survivor because there has been quite a few super fans of late that have made it to uh, to get on. So it does happen. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed for you, bud. Well, thank you. And I, when the first fans versus favorites came out, all my friends are like, "Why aren't you on there?" I'm like, "Guys, I appreciate it, but." I would have a heart attack in like an hour out there. So I'm, I'm battling to get into shape. And all oh, the casting close. ladies know who I am, uh, especially Lynn. I We've had a few so. interesting conversations before. She definitely knows who I am. So Well, if you're on her radar, that's like that's like 99% of it because that's that's the that's where the buck stops is with her. So, yeah, yeah that's well, hopefully great. that's not where it stops because we had a few uh, interesting interactions on Facebook uh, when Fiji oh. came out, when they were the the they were attacking the cast, her and Jeff about why are all these players doing so terribly? And I'm like, well, maybe they were all recruits. And besides Gary, oh. and I don't think she liked that. But it was in a message; it wasn't public. You know, I wouldn't oh, say no. something discouraging about Lynn on a social yeah. page, but I, I sent it right to her because I'm a very direct person, and she remembered it yeah. four years later when I met her. So. Yeah, she's not. Uh, I don't think she's thin-skinned, so I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think yeah. that would matter. But, I, but I, I, I apologize to her, and what I should have said was, well, if I say mean stuff online, I can say mean stuff at eight o'clock on Thursday, because that was back when the show was on Thursday. Yeah, so. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well, I'm really curious to see where this season ends. What, what is who? Who are you uh, rooting for now? That. Well, I was on the tie train, and Anna was my pick, but then we didn't really get to it, but Anna gets blown up last night, and I hated it. Cause I, but she was a very big threat, so I, I see their logic. I just wish it wouldn't happen, but I'm going to support Ty, and uh, I still like Julia and Michelle from the former Beauty Tribe, if they can come together, and some kind of grouping from Brains. I like I like Neil and Debbie and Aubrey. Um, if they yeah. came together and got rid of everyone else, and that was the final six, that would be cool yeah. to me. So yeah. Well, what's Jerry, the, what Aubrey, do you think? Um, I still like Ty. Um, we we never yeah. exactly went over the tribes. The Chan Lo tribe, aka the Blue Tribe, is now Neil, Debbie, Sydney, Jason, Nick, and Michelle which is a perfect and even distribution of two brains, two beauty, and two brawn. And then the Gondole tribe, a.k.a. the Yellow tribe, is Aubrey, Peter, Joe, Scott, Ty, and it was Anna, but then she um, was sent back. So it'll be Julia. And it was three brains, two beauty, and one brawn, but then Anna went home. So, um, And then Julia was sent to be all by her lonesome, which... I thought it was interesting that the youngest girl out there picked mm-hmm. the red bandana. I felt yeah. so bad for her. I did and too. And when they showed her out there just shaking and her body shutting down, my heart just broke for her. I know. I can't wait until she goes back. 
I know. Oh. I, they 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 only showed a snippet of it. They only they only went to to her location once, and I thought, well, maybe it was because it was just too much. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But it, it was really hard to watch. I can't imagine. And, and especially you know, she's hardly getting earlier. Any, yeah, she's hardly getting any airtime at all through this whole season, anyway. And then well, she was the one to pull the the red bandana, and they showed her very little, you know, out there by herself. Yeah. It it seems like you know she's gotten very very little airtime so far. So hopefully, you know, we'll start seeing a little more Julia and see a little bit more about what she's about, but. Yeah, hopefully. And now I, I think so. I, I think they'll probably this next episode when she comes back, there's going to have to be some kind of, you know, re-entry for her and see how she gets along with her tribe. I mean, if 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 I was Scott, I would be all up in her business and trying to get to know her and try to get her to, you know, to at least form even a side alliance, but just try to that. I mean, any of those people. You, you want her on. You want her to come join forces with you. She's a vote. Mm-hmm. Right. She's a vote. I, I mean, like I don't Neil know too. I do too. Um, I, I, I I like them more now than I did. But yeah, my husband said that's the most I've heard out of that guy the entire you know this whole season so far. When he came on, and you know they had you know a little bit of Neil at the very beginning of the episode and he said that's the most I've heard of this guy since you know since the season's been on right. so far you know and right they they just didn't yeah. have time i guess in each episode to really key in on every single person yet and that's that's what yeah. i liked about last season on having second chances is we already knew who all those people were and we didn't have to get right. to know every single you know, player and who they well, were. Yeah. We knew them already. So this well, season we're true. having to go back to getting to know the players and who they are and what they're about. So well, and it's taking it's, us a little while. <laughs> it is going to take a while, but I, I think you're right. I think we got spoiled from last season because, let's face it, if you didn't know who, um, was it Monica Padilla? Wasn't she on there? Was that was Monica Padilla on last season? Yeah, like, she was on there, but she was she got the yeah, ghost at it. Yeah. If you didn't if you didn't know who Monica Padilla was from before and her interaction with her. Russell, Hamm, you would you would never have known who she was. I mean, who I didn't even know she was. It's hard to even remember she was on there. Yeah. I think she was a little vocal about all of that too after she got booted out. But yeah, so it so I I think it is hard. I mean, it's. I think there are some people who naturally um, are the camera loves them or they're just big personalities. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to win Survivor, though. So you, if you if you're playing to the camera, you may get a lot of airtime. But if you want to win, it's there's got to be a little bit of finesse going on. Has to be. Yeah. That's why I'm worried about your Debbie's. I think. Yeah. A little too. I think she's getting too good of an edit because I think they want that mysterious, like you mentioned, the Sophie and, you know, right. some of that, like this person coming out. And, you know, Vesepia from season four, like we didn't know much about right. her. Just right. enough. I think we're getting too much Debbie. But. Well, but, but you know, Philip Shepard is a good example. He made it to, you know, to the end. I know Rob, I, I think whether he, he will admit it or not, Rob took him as a goat. Yep. But, uh 
he got a lot of airtime. But again, it's a kind of the same kind of quirky personality. So, um, uh, yeah, I I don't know. She could surprise all of us, but but I'm with you. I think I think Neil is going to do well. Um, he it's God, it's just all about your relationships. It's all about it, and you know, there's so much that the audience misses because there's so many little things that you don't see, like. This whole thing when they got rid of Blondie, I mean, there must have been so much else that I'm like, what did I miss? Because why is yeah. she so annoying? I don't get it. I, I, there's so much I missed that we missed on that that we didn't get to see. And I hope some of that gets resolved before the finale because it was getting a little excitable. And the alumni was was putting their $2.02 into, and I just don't think they got along. But then it was a little low to be like, I don't want my daughter to be like that when they grow up. And I'm like, well. Yeah. And then, and then her dad was saying stuff back to Jason and Scott, and it's just like, you know, let well, the reconciliation come if it can, because a nice finale is great when everybody's cool and not the tension. Yeah, well, and I can say there 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 are some things that go on out there, and there 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 were some things that were said and some and some conversations during my own season I was appalled with, and I would never mm-hmm. repeat it because it so. You never really know people until you're stuck on an island with them and you have nothing else to do except talk. So truly, I mean, you really get to know what people are really made of and what they say out there and then what they do when they get back home on social media are two different things. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying everybody, but there there are people that I, I just was, my jaw dropped. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Well, I was, the one thing I was with the with the 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 Chong Lo tribe, I was I was surprised that with a two two two, anyone could pivot on anyone. But it seems like you know Jason and Sydney are going to get to make the choice, and I'm not really sure which way they're going to go. I I, I I don't know I, either. And I think they're both bigger threats, and they got an idol. So I would be wanting the other people to work together if possible. You know, but I do like yeah, Jason, I don't, know. I don't like him at times. So um. I like him. I he doesn't bother me all. I think he's all business. Um, I don't know who they're going to side with. I don't know. You know, they. I think they could work with Debbie. I think well, Debbie and Debbie has a little kind of a girl crush on Sydney right now, anyway. So oh, yeah. I think they're. I think they're going to kind of form an alliance, or or Sydney may drag that along. Um, the the probably the wild card in that whole tribe is going to be Nick. I mean, yep. where is he from? So that's hard to say. And I don't know, Michelle, I, I, I wish I knew more about Michelle. I just, I can't, I, again, she's not really been so visible, but I think she's got, she's the bartender, right? I mean, she's got yeah, to have, and that should be, she's got to have great reality, social skills, she's, so. she's just lively as Anna and Julia. So I think they're, they're maybe they're holding her back because she does well or, Maybe they're holding her back because she's about to go. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but she's got to have some great social skills being a bartender, and she's very attractive. So I don't know. She she may be another one to watch and once we uh, get to uh, the merge. So it's going to be really interesting. I am so excited. <laughs> I'm uh, still a survivor geek. I just love it. <laughs> it's a crazy, and uh, gearing up towards uh, getting to that finale, it's, it's going to be – there's a lot of drama, yeah. and I can't wait to see the twists and turns. Now with three idols in play, some are known, some aren't known. Um, the only one that's not known at all, and Neil, and we didn't even get to that, is 
right before the swap even happens, I was wondering what was going on with the brain tribe, the smartest people. I guess they were too busy talking about each other's cats and sunbathing, but they finally yeah. went out and got found the idol right before the swap, and what an ideal time. Now, I'm curious if we're seeing that right before the swap and it happened right before the swap, or if that's just convenient editing. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Hard maybe Neil say. just found that a little earlier than it was presented. Who knows? Probably. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to say. They The editing, there there is a lot of that goes on. And, and you know, they do a great job with the editing, let's face it. I mean, it's it's amazing, and they and from what I understand, they do it as they go. So they try to put it all together in real time as much as they can. So you know, maybe maybe it was pretty close to that. Maybe he just lucked out. It could have been, yeah. My uh, I don't remember John, John and Steve. Uh, John's daughter, John Vitea, she was on the dream team right before your uh-huh. season, and they they get to yeah, all that stuff's there. All the they start the rough edit right on the island, which is insane. It, right. They're wow. even doing that. And they're they the dream team gets to do some of that, some of the technical skilled one, but it's a lot of painting and you know, trying out those challenges. But it was a dream right. and she's actually on the Survivor Redemption Island logo. The girl is his daughter. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. So it's always I made her sign something at the Redemption Island finale because we had I stay with John and Steve when we go. And I'm like, Jen, you gotta sign this and she's like, God Get that away from me. <laughs> You're a celebrity. Wow. You know so much. That is that's one of those little tidbits that yeah. Oh, yeah I, I, every facet of the show. I wish Mark Burnett still did his books each season. He only did I yeah. think two. Uh it's just the facet it's something I'm when I get into something I get into it whole ass, as I say. And yeah. um I love the show and the nuances and the history and the tidbits I grift from you guys in right. advance and I, but I'm the vault. I'm like George Costanza, the sensitive <laughs> stuff that I'm not supposed to talk about. I never talk about. So Yeah. Right. Well, good for you. But, uh, I know I said about an hour, so I don't know if you're, t- if you're on a time crunch, but we can definitely do that promo. And if you need to, if you need to jet, yeah, now, actually, we'll be on like 16 minutes, but we'll do the promo and, uh, we appreciate well, your I, time. Yeah, I do actually. I just looked at the clock. I do. I do have uh, one of my friends and I are going out to have some sushi and uh, green sake because I'm not Irish. So. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> well, I'll yeah, but it was play great for you. you. That'd be great. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. I'll play this yeah. promo. A little bit of this promo for you, and uh, again, thank you so much for coming on. Here's yeah, a little bit guys. of the promo. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. Cancer don't discriminate, or care if you're just 38. This is Jillian from Survivor, and as you know, from Reality Rally. And we do the most amazing event every April in Temecula, California, raising money. We call it Funds for Funds, and the money goes to Michelle's Place, which is a breast cancer resource center, providing services and support for men and women and their families who are fighting the fight of their lives with breast cancer. I encourage everybody to go to realityrally.com. The event this year is April 
7th, 8th, and 9th, 2016. We are part of what we do. We have parties at wineries. We have an amazing race kind of game. We have autograph signing, and it is all for fun for Michelle's place, but it is also for the public to come and meet over 110 reality stars from about 42 different reality shows and you get to meet them and have fun all weekend meeting them, taking pictures So Come on down at realityrally.com. It's April 7th, 8th, and 9th. That's what my love is for. In your week, I'll be We have fun for everybody. People can sponsor, donate, volunteer, enjoy it, play a game, come to parties, support our sponsors. And I always have to thank the Rad Reality Show who has been on board helping us promote this event since 2010. Without them, there would be people that would know nothing about it. So Manic Monday, thank you for what you do and also the other Rad Reality Shows that we've had the opportunity to be on. So thank you, Rad Reality Show. We love you guys. It's realityrally.com and this is Gillian from Survivor and Reality Rally thanking everybody for what you do to make this such a reality every year as we help save some lives. I'm gonna love you through Isn't that a gorgeous mm-hmm. promo? Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for playing that. So that's great, and I know I know Julian appreciates it. So, um, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. This was a lot of fun, and it kind of brings me back four years ago. And and like I said, I'm still as big a fan as I ever was. And so uh, it's been nice to, to be part of this. And and thanks. And Mike, I look forward for to you and Monica so much on your your season. Oh, and it's been such really? a pleasure to have you on. Oh, I did so much. I just adore well, you. Thank both. you. <laughs> oh, I really appreciate that. <laughs> well, maybe I'll get a chance to meet both. you, too. Well, thanks. Well, I Monica would love to meet you. Sweetheart. I would be so yeah, honored. Well, someday. Okay, well, well hopefully you. someday soon. I can't wait to see you, Nina, and thank you so much, and have a great evening, all right? Yeah, you too, guys. All right, talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye. Stay home. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, thanks. Bye. Wow. Our track record continues. What, is, what a what an amazing guest and you know all the survivors are great in person and I was really looking forward to that call and it was just a it was a great time, so what a sweetheart. I need to get more one world survivors people, but maybe come on here. pretty phenomenal guests. I mean all the survivors, there's been no real duds. One person was a little sick, wasn't on much, but the the cast are doing a great job, so all the survivors mm-hmm. that come on here that you've had as guests have just been so wonderful. For sure. And uh, real quick, we've got, you know, we did have a lot more episode. We've got some time. We can probably cover a few more tidbits. Some of the, there are some great quotes and some other things that happened. Um, after the swap, let me make sure we don't miss anything. Um, you know, Ty, welcome to the tribe. I thought it was neat how they, had tied up their chicken. You know, normally we're used to the caged chicken on Survivor, and they had tied them together before, and they ate that other chicken. And then they were, I think it was Pete maybe or Nick. Somebody was like, or, and it wasn't Pete because he wasn't. It must have been Peter because Nick's on the other tribe, Mike. Get with the program. But uh, <laughs> Peter was like, how do you keep it tied up there? I'm like, with the rope. Like, what do you think? I mean, come on. But Anna's like explaining that. And then. 
I just thought, you know, Scott didn't get a very good portrayal last week. I think, I don't know how malicious or bullying that was or wasn't, but I think Scott is definitely the more social of he and Jason, and watching him with that new group and that that meet and tie and their interaction, and they're like, um, it's from an old Mad Max movie, Master Blaster. I just want to, that's what I pictured, this gigantic hulking guy that's 6'11", that's, you know, Ty quoted his stats, 6'11", 300 pounds, size 18, and then this scrawny little guy up on his shoulder like, <laughs> hey, can you lift me into the tree so I can get his fruit? And I'm like, he's like, I can probably reach those. It was just, Survivor <laughs> finds these people from across the country that are so diverse, so unique. Um, this guy played professional basketball. This guy's a gardener from San Francisco. Where are these guys going to meet besides on Survivor? So it's just, it's I love it and the that instant Every romance. Time I see him that, now, that's the crazy thing I want to get out there and just experience now. these these instant bonds these people have um, over just that that connection, that vibe you're giving off to other people, and it's the kind of vibe I give off. So I want to have those vibes on TV with some crazy weird people that I've never met before. So. Uh, I think if you once you're on Survivor, Mike, you're going to have the same, you know, vibe that you have with people in real life, you know, out here. And that's that everybody loves you. And I think you're going to do great on Survivor. And I have no doubt that you're going to make it. You know, sometimes in life you just have to believe. Yep. And I totally believe that you're going to make it. Um, you've had... So much of your life involved in Survivor and devoted so much of your time, energy, and and life to, you know, be invested in in Survivor. And they know that. You know, they know who you are. And when they receive your tape and see the effort that you've put in in transforming yourself... I don't know how they could say no to you. And I think once you're out there, people are going to respond to you just like they always have and love you to pieces. And I don't know how anybody could vote you off. I really don't. Unless Well, I don't want to be so... too awesome because I could be an early threat. So I want to be, well, be kind of mediocre. Unless you're so threatened by, by everyone liking you so much that they feel that that's a threat. So yeah. might want to skill up on your survival skills and yeah you're being being a little a little mean or something (laughs) oh the the one thing that the and the one thing that the casting folks they just see this jovial nice person that gets along with everybody but some of my friends who know me um, I'm very competitive, I'm very passive-aggressive, I'm very uh, quick-witted, and that's gotten me in trouble before. So I think without food, I've already been pretty much on a super survivor diet for six months, but without food, without water, without Facebook or Twitter, I could be a total a-hole, and I would have to really watch myself, because it would be, I'm very sarcastic, and can get kind of nasty, so I gotta make sure it's all in a confessional and not at somebody's face or I could get myself in hot water. So. 
Well, at least you know where to get, where to do it. So I know where the line is and how to lean over it. And sometimes I fall over over the line, but then I roll back pretty quick. So. <laughs> but I'm trying to think if you we missed it. Her. I'm not really sure if there's any other. I, I highlighted a bunch of things. So I'm running through real quick to make sure there's no other good uh, quotes that that we missed. Da 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 da. Going to page four. Um, all the immunity challenge. I thought with the, the new allotments, I, it was neat seeing the the brawn strengths and the beauty strengths and the brain strengths and how you know Scott and Aubrey did well in the first part of it, but then uh, Michelle and Sydney seemed to do a little better at the other portion of it. But then they came down to the puzzle, and um, you know Debbie and Neil just dominated that thing and I guess having only one brain of the puzzle might have hurt him even though Anna's pretty sharp they just destroyed that puzzle the ER doctor couldn't get it done yeah luckily those fish weren't on life support or on a on a bed (laughs) in a hospital because it would have been bad news and right before they went to tribal council when their tribal had some really good quotes too but Really strange. Peter's like tribal's gonna be like a high school prom. You never know um, how you're gonna feel, but you're gonna get something out of it. And I'm like, what the hell is he talking? Is he? Is he? I don't know what all Peter was talking about there. Um, prom was a fun thing, and and it was a kind of weird thing. But I don't, I don't know. It was just a weird thing. But when I think of my prom, I don't think of tribal council. But I don't know. I was a prom king, so no one voted me out. So maybe that's why it wasn't like tribal council. They voted for me, so maybe that's why it was like tribal council. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. But some of the banter and the the stuff people were saying, and I mentioned it with uh, Nina. I couldn't believe Ty's Ty lying. Not so good. I might tweet about that. Is Ty's amazing? He can climb trees and find idols and interact with everybody. But Ty lie. Not very good. And he he's, he's like, I'm not very good at looking for things. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Just stop talking, Ty. Just just, just stop talking. So that was, I and found that interesting. And then there's Peter at trial still, saying stuff like, to be honest, I'm not concerned, Jeff, because I'm in a position of power. And that's where Anna could have just been like, nudge Ty and be like, look how arrogant he is. Like, we can work him without even blowing up Ty, I think. And that would have made people respect Ty more that he made a move because um, they didn't – They didn't. Uh, Aubrey and Joe aren't – we know they're not Peter fans, so that would have made them perk up and like him even more, I think. So I, I'm really confused why they didn't do, it, do that. But who knows? I'm on my couch, and they were in uh, Cambodia. So they may know more than we do. And maybe Ty's thinking of something else. Maybe Scott and he had some kind of conversation where Scott let him know about Jason's idol, and they really want to link it up since Scott knows the thing about the super idol. Could be, could be why. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, but leading into the next time on Survivor, I think we mentioned it looks like there's it's going to be an exciting, exciting episode. As they all are, but I, I would, from running the numbers, I would guess this next episode is probably either going to be right before the merge or one more than the merge, with uh, 
for the way the I think the uh, the jury would break out. I, I like think they like a jury of eight with a final three. So, and if they do a final two, they could still have a jury of nine, and then not have to worry about things. I think because they're right now we're at twelve. I just don't see the merge happening with just doing the swap. I don't. I don't think they would do it that quick. They may want to trick them though. Who they could do it. What do you think? I don't know. Um, like you say, it's either going to be this this one or the next. I think. Yeah. And it looks like um, Joe and Peter have some words. Yeah, and I was I was trying to I just rewatched it before I came back over to my office to do this, and I I was trying to get the gist of what their deal was, but I think. Um, you know, Peter's got to know that Joe helped vote uh, Liz out, so maybe maybe Peter called Joe out on something, or I'm not sure. They're just fighting over what happens when Julia comes back. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I'll be curious to I'll be curious to see what their fight's really about, or if it's even much of a fight. Sometimes in the promo, what we see is not actually what we get. Right, right. They like to lead us down a path that isn't always what it appears. <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah, another another exciting episode, and I can't wait to meet the other 15 people I haven't met, and Ty is definitely the... If they all walked in the door at the same time, I would want to say hi to Ty first. If I could get past gigantic Scott Pollard, so like get out of the way, I'm here to meet Ty. Like, but it should be a fun finale. I'm gonna hopefully try to get in the show again. Uh, we'll see what happens, but I'll definitely be in LA. And prob- I don't know if I'll be in LA for the show. If we'll recap that that Thursday, or if I'll, I'm not sure where I'll physically be. Where? So I haven't booked the flight. So. We'll see. And what date is this? When is the finale? Uh, it was confirmed on Twitter. Uh, CBS officially announced that it will be on May 18th. Will be May 18th. That's Wednesday night, and that's when the Survivor finale will be. And then the you know the two-hour finale in the reunion show. Yep. Well. That'll be a big weekend for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> it'll be fun. And for me, because I'm always sitting um, home looking for you in the audience. <laughs> yeah, I've got to figure out a new color combination. I hope by then, um, I know I'm. Shoot, I'm almost fifty pounds smaller than I was then. Almost, it's about forty, you know, forty-five ish. Than at that finale, so and I got to figure out a great color scheme for TV. The blue shirt seemed to really work. Um, easy to see with the contrasting hat. I'm gonna run some combinations. I'll make sure the listeners know. I'll if I'm in the crowd and I'm in where you can see me, you'll see me because I'll be doing interesting things to be seen. So I know what to do. <laughs> Go ahead and talk a little about. Oh, that's all right. I thought we had a caller, but apparently we don't. Um, okay. 
Uh, did you so, want to talk about anything else, or? I think we're wrapping it up. All righty. want to remind everybody to join us on Monday. Um, not Sunday, because the Amazing Race is taking a break for basketball. So we won't be here Sunday. We won't be back for the Amazing Race at the Stuff Show until the 3rd of May. Um, so come back Monday for the Manic Monday Show with Michelle Costa. And we are going to have um, Christine Scalera from Mobwise Chicago coming back to talk about who someone who everybody loves, our beloved Big Ange. So make sure you join us this Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. We're doing a Big Ange special with Christine Scalera from Mobwise Chicago. And bring your own box of tissues and your own Big Ange memories and join us on Manic Mondays with Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. We're doing our own Big Ange special, so make sure you join us for that. It's going to be a great um, show and just so much to talk about with Mob Wives ending and Big Ange passing, um, and they did a great Big Ange special on BH1. So Big Ange was actually here on our show, um, along with Carla and a few of the Mob Wives, and we just feel like it's our duty to do our own um, Big Ange special here on the Rad Reality Show. So that's what we're doing Monday. We hope you join us. I started... Uh, using the Mob Wives Big Big Bang theme song as my cell phone um, what do you call it? The, the ringback tone or the, the notification? Yeah, the ringtone. It's my ringtone. Season one when, when Mob Wives very first started and it's still my ringtone to this day. And they changed <laughs> their their theme song in season two. But I still use that first Mob Wise theme song, um, The Big Big Bang, from season one. It's been in my my phone since season since they first started in season one. And it's still my ringtone to this very day. And I've been a mob-wise fanatic since it first started. So I look forward to this um, show on Monday. I'm going to be kind of lost for a little while now that mob-wise has ended and ended for good. Um, They did a nice six-year run. And... They did the final sit-down last night, and it is over. So, And I think with Big Ange gone, it's fitting that it's over, but nobody knew that she was passing. So, you know, it mm-hmm. was uh, 
bit of a surprise. Not because of that. It was already it was already planned to be the final season, but with her passing, I think it, it's much more fitting now that it is over. So, anyway, just want everybody to join us on Monday for the Manic Monday show. That's what we're doing. That's who we're having on. Be here for it. Um, we'll have some laughs. We'll probably shed a few tears, and we'll do it all amongst friends. And have some fun doing it. So, and then we'll be back here again next Thursday, same time, same station, with Mike Albright here, or Mike and the Mike, and mm. talk about Survivor. And I'm sure he'll have another amazing Survivor guest. So keep your eyes out on Facebook and Twitter, and I'll let you know who that will be. So we're going to wrap tonight up with. Ron, as we always do. I hope everybody has a great weekend. And don't do anything we wouldn't do. <laughs> so <laughs> here's not Ron too to much green beer tonight, people. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Call a cab. Very good. Call a cab. Call an Uber. Don't drink and drive. Get home safely and don't put others at risk. Okay, here's Ron to take us out for the night. Good night, y'all. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys and thank you all for coming in. bless you and thank you for listening to the show and it was a great one it's always a great one with Mike on the mic good night everybody (laughs) good night Mike take care have a great weekend you too Sherry all right good night everybody God bless that's a wrap